Welcome to the Jameson Files. I'm your host, Carrie Weber. Thank you for joining us once again for another episode. Uh, I hope that you are a plugged in part of our Jameson Files community. Um, if this is your first episode, welcome, and we're so glad you're here. Our goal at the Jameson Files is to not only bring you the stories and the successes of your dental peers, but to also bring resources and tools and keep us all on the forefront of what is cutting edge in our profession. And so we are recording live right now from ADA's SmileCon 2022 meeting in Houston, Texas once again. And I'm thrilled to have a good friend joining us for this episode, Mike Buckner of Pearl. So Mike, thank you so much for being with me today. It's a pleasure. Glad, glad to be on. Now, Mike is the Executive Vice President of Revenue for Pearl. And if you're wondering what is Pearl? Um, that is going to be the topic of conversation today because what we're talking about today is artificial intelligence. Yes. Artificial intelligence and the breakthroughs it's creating in the dental profession. Uh, so, Mike, so glad you're with me. Thank you so much for being here. I've been a longtime fan, so I'm so glad to finally be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. So, Mike, this is going to be hard for us to be serious about because we are friends. <laughs> um, but here's the thing is um, when you follow the breadcrumbs of Mike Buckner, um, you're usually following along a path and a journey that um, follows the, the cutting edge wave of what's happening in dentistry. And you find yourself today um, supporting a company that is truly, truly in you know, in the early stages of making an impact in our profession, artificial intelligence and, you know, wow, like what is this going to do? How does this serve our community? Um, what are the differences that this could make for dental practices? So I want to, I want to dive into that with you a little bit. Yeah. Um, so to, to start, can you share a little bit of um, the story of, of AI in sure. dentistry and, and kind of how this has originated and what are the solutions that um, the artificial intelligence is starting to bring to the table um, uh, that that's that's seeming seemingly making these waves and, and making some differences. Sure. So it's it's uh, you know it's really exciting to bring this kind of technology into the dental space. Um, like like you said, I've I've kind of been a uh, a dental tech junkie and you know, was in the early days over at Solution Reach, um, helped grow them. And then I had the opportunity to go over to Dental Intelligence, um, was with them for a period of time. And then we've, for the last four years, um, right up until, uh, you know, they, they had an IPO. And, uh, and then I, I, from that point, I kind of thought, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of take a step back and do some consulting because I really wanted to be thoughtful of where that next move was, mm -hmm. though I knew it would be in the dental space. And, uh, and I, I happened upon this, this AI technology and, uh, I thought, wait a second. So it's, it's not yet in, in the dental space. Dentistry is not utilizing this yet. And it was kind of shocking to me because you think about it and this is something that's been utilized in, in medicine for, for quite some time. Mm. Uh, you know, mammograms, x-rays, artificial intelligence is not new in the medical space, but yet this year, Pearl was the first company to be able to have comprehensive FDA clearance to bring this into this space. Mm. And so in, in doing so, this, this new technology, it's been exciting to see this 
this uh, really grow and impact practices. And really the one, the one thing that kind of pushed me over the edge to be like, I've got to be a part of this, this, you know, this cutting edge technology was, uh, you know, as I, as I mentioned before, I had spent some time uh, with a company that was uh, really focused on KPIs and analytics and helping practices grow by, by um, you know, really knowing the ins and outs of what's going on in the practice. Right. But for the first time ever with Pearl, a company, a, a, a practice can now actually get a very comprehensive report of all of the undiagnosed treatment mm. in a practice. Not, not unaccepted treatment, but undiagnosed treatment in a practice. And we can do that by analyzing these, these x-rays. You know, mm-hmm. right currently right now it's 2D images, so bite wings and PAs. Um, and, uh, and we can basically go back and analyze all of those images and AI basically will go in and, and uh, highlight any and all of the pathologies and detections. It's, it's, it's a little mind-blowing, you know. I think it's one of those things, like, we're going to talk about it today, but in the end, it's really seeing it is believing it because what yeah. it's doing is... Um, through the technology, you're able to pull up your patient's radiographs and the, the software, the, the AI is pinpointing um, areas of potential concern or areas that it's identifying as concern. And so it's, it's almost like it's your, your wingman <laughs> as, a, as a diagnoser yeah. um, in terms of treatment and needs for your patients. Would you, I mean, is that yeah, a safe way to describe it? So we have, we have two platforms uh, at Pearl, and one of them is called Second Opinion. It really is kind of your, your second set of eyes. And, and when you think about it, and you think of, you know, for, for all industries in healthcare, with all the radiographs and x-rays that are taken and, and scans, the number of x-rays that our that our practices are viewing every day. Yeah. And and this is this is still the black and white images. These are the black and white x-rays. And what's interesting is, you know, the human eye can only pick up between thirty and fifty different shades of gray. That's it. And with computers and with AIs, we go in with these digital x-rays and pull the image, we can break those down pixel by pixel, we can differentiate between 550 to 750 different shades of gray. Mm. So we are able to see things that are oftentimes too easily missed by, mm-hmm. by the human eye. And our AI is trained enough to know the difference between caries versus cervical burnout, for example. Wow. It, that's incredible. And you had said something earlier about FDA clearance. Um, what? Tell me about that. What, yeah. What's what's so key about that, and 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 what's where's Pearl standing in, right. in that in that realm? So this is this was kind of new for me because all the other software companies I had been a part of in right. the past, um, we didn't have to worry about FDA clearance. But with this software and this technology, as is being utilized as a you know medical device, as a disease detection device, it it needs to be FDA cleared. Okay. And uh, and especially as this is designed to be patient facing. So, if you think about it, you go into the dental practice, and I know that this this happened to me when I switched dentists. You know, years ago, went into the dental practice. My new dentist, you know, he pops up the X-rays, and he proceeds to point out like, "Yep, we have this and this and this." And I'll be honest, like I I didn't know what he was looking at. Yeah. It didn't make sense to me. And yeah. for me, it was like I could have been looking at like a bunch of ink blots. I'm like, right. whatever. But now for a doctor to be able to say. Here's what's going on in your mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the images with the AI pointing out, highlighting not just that caries is present, 
but that you know, 62% of the carries is in the dentin, you know, mm-hmm. 5% into the enamel, et cetera. The full breakdown of, of where that's penetrated, you know, now it helps that patient truly understand what's going on. And the doctor can say, now, Mike, all of our x-rays in the practice, all of our x-rays are, are analyzed by an FDA cleared mm-hmm. uh, platform software to, to basically, you know, show everything that, that, and we're not saying diagnose. We're not diagnosing. We are right. highlighting detections right. and, uh, and opportunities and leaving it to the clinician to, to, the clinician to, to show. So yes. when we talk about FDA clearances, I know this is a long-winded answer to that, <laughs> <laughs> but we talk about FDA clearances. And, um, you know, right now, Pearl is the only company that has a comprehensive list of FDA clearances, meaning not just one or, or two things that are FDA cleared, but clearance for, for caries, periapical uh, radiolucency, calculus, uh, a number of different pathologies, as well as having it be FDA cleared for ages of the age of uh, 12 years of age and up, mm-hmm. um, as well as we are the only company now that is FDA cleared for bite wings and periapicals. Mm-hmm. So it is, again, if you're showing AI detections to a patient and these AI detections are not FDA cleared for what you are showing them for, right. it, it is illegal. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so there's that. There's that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, something that I, as I've thought about this and I've processed this, um, you know, learning more about Pearl, learning about other companies in the, in the AI space that's coming into the space right now. Um, my initial response is, as I've seen what it, what, what the system does, what the software does is, wow, this is amazing for DSOs and emerging groups. Um, so if you're in a DSO or an emerging group, um, th- this is a very interesting resource to me um, for you know for your clinical directors to to mentor and train um, young up and coming dentists in treatment diagnosis right. and treatment planning and quality control. I, oh, I can absolutely. see the the opportunity that this could bring to leadership in emerging groups and, and larger DSOs, um, but at the same time. Um, you know, I, I've seen you present on this, and the, the thing that I thought finally a bell rang <laughs> for me for solo practices was exactly to your point of the second opinion piece. Um, what we know in patient education and, and treatment presentation um, is how important visual aids are for learning and understanding. Um, We as human beings are visual learners, and that's why we've always been huge proponents of photography, interrail cameras, scanners, and so on. And this, I feel like, fits in that space for patient education. It totally does. And So not only helping the the provider in diagnosis, but also in education to say... You know, we always believe in the trust in building trust and need sure. urgency and value in the treatment and the relationship with you. And if trust is still in the process of being built, wow, I mean, this this can really help support the trust in what you're diagnosing. Is that what you're seeing or, or, or Absolutely. experiencing? So when it comes to case acceptance, you know, there's a few things that really play into that, right? You have, especially when the doctor comes in the room, um, you have a very limited window of time to to build trust and to get that patient you know trusting on a level enough to accept treatment Mm -hmm. and they have to believe they have to believe in the practice they have to trust the practice they have to trust the dentist Mm -hmm. right and and they have to 
understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so, especially for an educational component here, that's everything. We're in the day and age where you go to the doctor, the doctor tells you what's going on. What's the first thing you do? You Google it, right? right? Dr. Google, and, and you can tell the patient straight up what it is, but the doctor's like, uh, the patient's in the background going, hold on, let me, let me right. look at this, right? Mm -hmm. So to have, again, to have that, that um, you know, technology that is backing up and, and used as a support to what the dentist is seeing. Mm -hmm. But then also what's really cool is AI can come in and analyze the anatomy of the tooth. So now the conversations with the patient that are, hey, you know, we, the, the caries is encroaching into the pulp or we're really close to the pulp. It's right now into the dentin, the cementum. And the patient's saying, okay, you're, you're spouting out a lot of jargon I don't understand. AI can come in and color code and analyze the anatomy of the tooth and show all the different colors and layers and help them just understand yeah. what's going on and why they need to treat it today versus pulling off. Yeah. It, it, it's a lot. I mean, if this is the first time you've really been introduced to what AI, what those services are, it's a lot. And, and it, it's taken me a minute yeah. to really wrap my head around it. So I'm curious for you, and we may have already answered this question in the things that we've already talked about, but the early adopters, there mm -hmm. are obviously... There have got to be early adopters that yeah. have been like, I'm in. Yeah. Let's do this. Um, why? Like, what was it about this resource that those early adopters were like, I'm on board. I'm doing this. Yeah. What, what were those things? Are, are so, there some factors, some commonalities? Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, we, we see that the practices that are that are early adopters, these are the ones that are, that are cutting edge. Yeah. Honestly, you think about it right now, and less than 1% of the dentists right now in the United States, less than 1% of dentists are utilizing AI in their practice. So we talk about having a competitive edge yeah. and really not just a competitive edge to present treatment because we do find that, that case acceptance on average, we see case acceptance increase by up to 35% in practices that are utilizing this strictly just because they are able to present what's going on, take the emotion out of it. They, they see everything that is, again, backed by an FDA cleared, you know, AI platform or software mm -hmm. and that trust really increases. Yes. I mean, I, I, I'm almost, it's almost like I can see it and I can picture it. Um, everything that we teach in terms of clinical presentation. Right. To say, you know, here's, here, here, here are your teeth. Yeah. Here's yeah. your mouth. Here's what's happening. Here's what I see. And now here's what my artificial yeah. intelligence software is also identifying and it supports what I see with my own eye as well. Exactly. And even though it's early on, right? So AI really, I mean, FDA clearances really came into the space this year, 20, 2022. And, um, and even though it is early on, the, the accuracy, even just from the few months that, that's gone by, even the accuracy then has continued to improve. And that's, oh the, that's a component with, with AI is the machine learning concept. Right. So you, the more it, practices that, that use it, the faster right. it learns. And I will say that there is, there is a misconception often that, is, that basically says that you know, AI is, is perfect, right? Mm -hmm. And the best example that I can give you is, and, and I don't know if you know this, so I might be teaching you something, but on, on your iPhone, if you get your iPhone out and you go to your photos oh, You're 100% going to be teaching I'm me teaching something, something right now. And Jess is probably saying, oh, come on, I know this. <laughs> but on, on the iPhone, if you go to the photos app and you go down into the search bar, and if I go into that search bar in the Photos app and I type in something generic like a dog or a cat, AI is already in my, my, my iPhone, goes in and analyzes all the pictures that I've taken and compiles all of the pictures of dogs 
right there. It's easy to find. However, when I did that, the best example was out of all of those 330 pictures, I had two pictures in there that were deer. It, oh. it looked like dog. But the thing is, is it got pretty dang close. Yes. But what AI can see is based off of the images that are inputted in there. So as I'm looking at that, I'm also saying, oh, yeah, I could totally see how AI would mistake in this. So yes. is it 100% accurate? It's, it's not. But I'll tell you, what we do find is when a doctor is alone, doctor left alone to, to analyze everything on the radiograph without any assistance, the accuracy of what is found, mm-hmm. finding everything that needs to be found, is between 70-75% on average. Human right? error. Exactly. But when AI comes in, yes. and if, if AI is used alone without the doctor to, to support it, mm-hmm. just AI left alone to highlight everything on the image... Your accuracy is now in the 80, 85 percentile. But when both the doctor and AI come together, yes. the accuracy is now in the 90 percentile. So this is in no way a replacement for the provider, for the doctor, the yes. clinician. This is a tool to be used in conjunction with the doctor yes. and, and increasing accuracy and really just elevating the overall standard of care that we should be providing to our patients. It should not matter what that treatment plan is if they come into your practice if they talk to Dr. Buckner or they talk to Dr. Weber. What do you see a team's role in the utilization of this kind of software in a practice? Where does yeah. the team fit in this? Uh, so this is, this is kind of where I, I really nerded out when I found <laughs> out about this because so much of my time in the last few years has really been spent on you know, reactivating patients and filling the schedule and patient communication. But you know, I would oftentimes get the comment from, from office managers or from, from doctors that would say, Mike, I don't want to necessarily reactivate every patient that's overdue. I don't want to bring in every patient. If I have a hole in my schedule, I don't want to just fill it with a profi. Right. right? So now with AI, we can generate these AI-driven lists where we can get a very specific list of patients who are overdue for treatment. And now with all of the AI analysis to show what truly is undiagnosed. Wow. And we can filter that and go off of, you know, prioritizing it. Yeah. So that instead of your, you know, Wednesday 2 o'clock opening is now filled with a profi, we're now bringing in your, your SRPs. We're now bringing in your, your implants, mm-hmm. your restoration cases that now that production per visit and overall patient care just goes up. Wow. I mean, it's, it's really remarkable. And... Um, you know, I, as we have said before, the, the profession is just evolving at light speed. And I feel like this is a perfect example of, of that speed of speed of evolution. Because, you know, I, when it was my husband, Jess, that actually first caught wind of AI, um, coming into the dental space. And I, I still remember him, you know, the conversation is like, man. There's something coming that yeah. it is interesting. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I certainly recommend this. These are the things that are, these are the trails that are being blazed at this point. And the impact is just beginning. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've only seen the cusp of what right. this could do in the profession. So if anyone is, if this is piqued interest, Mike, mm-hmm. wh- where do people go? How can they learn more about Pearl specifically and learn a little bit more about AI and, and what role it could play in their practice? Sure. So our, our website is um, uh, hellopearl.com. Hellopearl.com. Yep. Hellopearl.com. And uh, you can go to the website. There's several case studies in there that you can pull up and you can, you can look at. 
You can also um, register for someone to reach out and they'll kind of walk you through what AI, what the platform does. Um, more than welcome to reach out to me as well with any questions. Um, my, my email is mike at hellopearl.com. Okay. So go ahead and shoot me an email with any questions you have. I'd be happy to, to answer any and, uh, and follow up. Okay, awesome. Well, you know, to me, this is a perfect example of going back to uh, looking at your needs, doctors, teams, you know, where are you now, where you want to be, um, what kind of resource and to- resources and tools do you need to get you closer to performing at the level you want to be performing at? Where do you need help? And if the things that we've talked about today are those are some of our some of the solutions or the needs that you have, um, be continuously curious. Um, always be seeking of how you're going to evolve. As Kathy Jamison says, there's no such thing as status quo. You're either going up or you're going down. So we want to be on a continuous path of improvement. And the future looks bright, and it also looks like AI. So, Mike, thank you so much for joining us today. So grateful that you're here with us. And thanks to all of you in the Jamison Files community for being with us once again. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Jamison Files. Visit us online at jmsn.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or Spotify. See you next time.